Hey, welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Fullerton. I'm a certified personal trainer, a registered nurse, and I am passionate about teaching people how to fit fitness into their busy lives. Bad crash diets, gimmicky fitness trends, and over-restriction are not welcome here. Instead, I am focused on helping you build fitness habits that are sustainable, realistic, and enjoyable. I want to help you take the next step towards your fitness goals. So let's get into it. Hey there, Sarah here. Welcome to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the key to unlocking fat loss. What is the best workout? I know, a lot of us are busy. All of us are busy. We have lots of demands on our time. We have family commitments, work commitments, school commitments, etc. But we also know that staying active is incredibly important in terms of taking care of our bodies. So we want to make sure that the time that we have available in our very busy schedules to commit to activity is time well spent. So I get this question a lot. What is the most effective workout? How can I get the biggest bang for my buck, etc.? And my answer to this question is always, it depends. It depends on the time that you have, and it also depends on what your goal is. And in terms of losing weight or more specifically losing body fat, and I'll go over the difference in a few minutes, there is one activity that rises above the rest, and that is strength training. You can call it resistance training, lifting weights, strength training, however you want to say it, but lifting weights is significantly more effective if your goal is to lose fat. And I'm going to go over some important steps throughout the episode to lay this all out for you. So before we dive into the why and how strength training works to help you lose body fat, I want to spend a minute and just go over the difference between body composition change and weight loss. Now, a lot of people have a desire to lose weight, but what specifically needs to occur is a body composition change, which is your ratio of body fat to lean body mass. Now, body fat is what our body uses to store excess energy. So when we take in extra energy that our body doesn't need for our regular activity, it gets stored as fat for later use, and that's our body fat. Now, lean body mass is anything that is not fat. So that's our bones, muscles, organs, fascia, tendons, everything else that makes up our lean body mass. Now, everybody needs fat on our bodies. It's how we survive. It's how our bodies are able to adapt. We always need to have that energy source available to us. But if we have too much in storage that we'd like to start using, we need to prompt our body to use it. So we need to send the signal that we need to start using up what we have in storage and burning it off. And we do that by increasing our metabolism. Now, our bodies are really good at maintaining the status quo. This is also known as homeostasis. That's the set point that our bodies like to stay at. And changing that set point can be a little bit difficult at times. And when people describe their metabolism as being slow, a lot of people will say, oh, I have a slow metabolism or, oh, I have a fast metabolism. What they're really talking about is how efficient their metabolism is. And if your metabolism is quote unquote slow, that actually means that it's actually more efficient. So what your body is doing is it's conserving energy by slowing down your metabolic rate, and that is the rate in which you your cells utilize nutrients for energy. If that process becomes more efficient, you're actually burning less calories over a longer period of time. So what do we do in this situation? If our metabolism is slow, 
very efficient, but not beneficial for the goals that we are looking to achieve, we need to boost it. We need to increase our metabolic rate and burn calories at a faster rate. So how do we do this? One of the best ways to do this is increase our percentage of metabolically active tissue. So there is a tissue in our body that requires a large amount of calories to sustain itself. Any guesses? It's muscles. We want to make sure that we increase our muscle mass. If we increase our muscle mass, the more muscles we have on our body, the more calories we need to just maintain the status quo like I talked about before with homeostasis. So our set point of caloric needs increases. So it's much easier to, to maintain a healthy body composition because our caloric requirements get increased the more muscle mass we have. And one of the best ways to increase muscle mass is through resistance training or strength training. So lifting weights is the best way or one of the best ways, in my opinion, to increase this metabolic demand on our bodies, increase our metabolically active tissue, which in turn burns more calories, which in turn burns fat. So it's a cascading effect. If we lift weights, we send the signal to our body to increase muscle mass, which sends a signal to our body that we need more calories, which sends a signal to our body to utilize the energy we have in storage to send it to our muscles. Now, I know some of you must be thinking, well, Sarah, what about cardio? I've always heard that cardio is the way to burn fat and that you you know, burn more fat when you're in the fat burning zone during um, long steady state cardio. So what's, what's the deal with cardio? What about that? So I'm not here to demonize cardio. I think cardio is a great addition to a well-rounded fitness routine. I think cardio is a great way The term cardio means that it's for cardiovascular health and improvement, so it's a way to make our heart and lungs more efficient. I do cardio in my own fitness routine. I enjoy taking rides on my stationary spin bike. However, from like I said, it always depends on what the goal is, and if the goal is fat loss or body composition change, cardio is not the best choice, and I'll explain a little bit about that right now. So to illustrate this point, I wanted to tell you a little story about my beginnings in fitness. When I first started getting into fitness, I was in my early 20s, and I started with spinning. I took a lot of spin classes. After a while, I started getting into running. And in my early 20s, I think over the course of three or four years, I ran four half marathons. So I was really big into running. I was training for races, running races, doing lots and lots of cardio. I didn't do any weight training at all. I didn't start getting into weight training until I was closer to 30. So the difference being that if you were to look at photos of me in my early 20s, now I've always been naturally lean. I've I'm genetically predisposed to being on the leaner side, but you can definitely notice a difference in my body composition, my ratio of fat to muscle when I started strength training regularly. So here's the deal. When I was running all of those races and training for all of those races, my body was adapting to that activity. It said, okay, Sarah needs this body to be able to run for a long period of time. So I need to become very efficient at my use of energy. So my metabolism was running a little bit slower, ergo more efficiently. It was utilizing the energy in a more efficient way because it knew that it needed to maintain that long bout of energy for a long period of time. 
Alternatively, when I started weightlifting and utilizing progressive overload in my strength training, and we'll go in depth into progressive overload on a future episode, basically that just means that as I get stronger, I increase the intensity of my workouts. So my body never really gets to adapt in that way. So as I'm utilizing the strength training and building muscle, my body is now getting the signal that, okay, we need to build more muscle because Sarah now needs this body to do this resistance training workout all the time. The muscle grows. Now my metabolism is burning more calories to maintain that increased muscle mass. And I'm seeing the results I want to see in terms of my overall body composition. So does this mean that I quit cardio and never did cardio again? No, of course not. I don't really run anymore, but that's more because of a joint instability issue I have in my foot and not because I don't enjoy doing it. I still really enjoy doing cardio and working cardio into my routine. The point I'm trying to make is that when I was training for all of those races and when I was running them all and doing only cardio, I still wasn't very happy with my body composition results. And when I started incorporating strength training regularly into my routine, I really saw a dramatic change in my body composition that I was really happy with. So what is the main takeaway I want you to get out of this episode? The best thing that you can do to set yourself up for success is to be very focused on what your particular goal is and then figure out the fastest way to get to that goal. And if fat loss or body composition change is your current goal, you need to be strength training regularly. And I cannot emphasize this enough. You need to be sending the signal to your body to boost your metabolism by increasing your metabolically active tissue. You need to be doing resistance training that signals to your body to build muscle. You can see significant improvement to your body composition and overall fat loss goals just by incorporating two days a week of strength training into your routine. You can also additionally add on some cardio if you enjoy cardio, but it is not required if your goal is fat loss. If you have any questions on how to get started with a strength training routine for fat loss, you can send me an email to podcast at nextstepfitness.com with any questions you have. I'd be happy to help figure out a routine that works well for you. If you're looking for a guide to get you started, you can download my bodyweight strength training guide. This is a great way to get started into strength training. You don't need any equipment to do these workouts, and this guide is completely free. You can find this on my website, nextstepfitness.com. So I hope this episode has provided some clarity for you in terms of being very focused on what your goal is, and if the goal is fat loss or body composition change, that strength training is really the key to unlocking fat loss goals long-term. You need to be sending the signal to your body to increase muscle mass, which is a metabolically active tissue, like I've said before, which means it requires more calories to sustain itself. As our muscle mass increases, our metabolism speeds up and our caloric needs also increase, which means we can start utilizing the energy stores that we have in our body fat and burning that for energy. So what is the best workout? Honestly, the best workout is whatever you're going to enjoy doing because if you enjoy it, you're going to do it consistently. Remember my buzzword, consistency, sustainability over time. If you enjoy it, you're going to keep doing it. But if your goal is fat loss, strength training is the best way to move forward. I hope you found this episode helpful and I'll catch you in the next one. Talk to you soon. 
Hey there. Thank you so much for listening to the Next Step Fitness Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure you subscribe. Ready to take the next step? Consider writing a review or sharing this podcast with a friend. I would love to hear from you. If you have any fitness or nutrition related questions, please send them to podcast at nextstepfitness.com. Remember, the next has no E. It's nxtstepfitness.com. You can find me on Instagram at Sarah C. Fullerton and on Facebook at Coach Sarah with Next Step Fitness. Remember to check out my website, nextstepfitness.com. There you can find the show notes for this episode, information on my one-on-one coaching programs, and additional bonus content. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, remember, just focus on taking the next step, because that's what will lead to lasting success. Talk to you soon.